0: Thanks for joining us for KB Talks powered by the NKBA, the only podcast dedicated to sharing the latest kitchen and bath industry insights, providing you with the education and connections to help grow and support your business. I'm your host, Jennifer Bertrand. The events of 2020 have led brands, marketers, and designer remodelers alike to reevaluate their social media strategies and marketing campaigns. Businesses need to explore new opportunities and find ways to keep their communities engaged online. Joining KB Talks is experienced social media and marketing expert, Alyssa Grieve. As the Director of Content Marketing at Cambria, Alyssa will share her expert insight and expertise on retooling your social media and marketing strategy. Before we get started, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Are you a home repair or improvement pro looking to grow your business? Home Advisor can help. Here's how it works Home Advisor matches homeowners looking for help with their projects with the best local pros in the area who can do the job. That means your business gets connected to new customers quickly and easily. Get started now and HomeAdvisor will help you find your next job. And be sure to ask if you are eligible for a limited time, $100 credit when you sign up. Go to HomeAdvisor.com slash offer. Again, that's HomeAdvisor.com slash offer. Okay, let's dive in. Welcoming to the podcast, Alyssa Grieve, we're so happy to have you here with us today. I know you've been on the social media and content marketing team for Cambria for ages. Why don't you start by giving our listeners an idea of your brand
1: experience? Absolutely. Yes. Thanks for having me. Very excited to be here. Um, I've been with Cambria for five years now, leading the um, content marketing team, which includes social media and blogging strategy. Prior to Cambria, I was at Target headquarters for about a year, and prior to that, I was in the agency world as well, working with some manufacturing and healthcare clients. Um, During this time, I've used the knowledge of having data help drive strategy and the creative energy um, within photography to really drive content marketing. That's
0: a really impressive resume, and honestly, that's perfect for this podcast because Let's face it, no one could have predicted what this year would have in store for us. But for you, with what your profession is, how has your social strategy and marketing mindset shifted over the last few months?
1: Absolutely. It's been we've been on our toes every day since about March 1st. Um, We're constantly monitoring what's going on in the real world um, and managing what we're saying online. We have a content planning process where we want to plan content and be mindful, but you have to almost have this culture check to make sure that it's relatable and going to resonate with your audience and industry. And I think digital marketing is more important now than ever, as more people are spending more times at homes. And how do we really use these tools to feed into business strategy and drive leads?
0: Well, I I think that all is amazing. And one of the things that I think I notice that for designers is the scary aspect of do I acknowledge what's happening? And I have to say that, like, I notice if a company or a business doesn't acknowledge and I know it's a fine line that people get scared, like, well, I don't want to share my personal beliefs, but I don't want to ignore what's going on. What advice would you give to them?
1: I think that's definitely the challenge within the world today and an opportunity Um, You really have to understand what are the values of your business and how you want to present them online. Um, And so those are things we think about, you know, with all of the real time events and how do you do them strategically, but also to be mindful and showcase where you are at as a company.
0: What's the worst thing someone could do? Like, like if you're like, you'll be great, but
1: stay away from doing this. Yeah, I think, you know, everything is so tricky in the world these days, and people are going to have opinions no matter what you push out. So as long as you're true to yourself and your business, that's what matters.
0: And I I always remind people, you can't please everyone, but if you're authentic to yourself, it's always going to be great. But so for you guys and for businesses, what are some of the ways that you can engage your audience on social media right now?
1: Absolutely. You know, one of the things we've really learned is shifting our event strategy to the online standpoint. We really want to give a place for our community to go and be entertained um, and definitely drive more engaging content. So a lot of our content is focused on driving, um, you know, business and updates, but we don't want to forget about driving entertainment as well. And so we've been really using Instagram Live, which is a great feature, and Instagram Stories is one of the best ways to get into the Instagram platform for free right now. Um, So we try to use those platforms weekly or daily um, to give an outlet or an activity that our community can enjoy and watch um, either in real time or through our Stories in 24 hours. Now, I love
0: Instagram Live, like never give me a microphone. It's always, (laughs) but for Instagram live, do you think it's best if a designer a business has some kind of goal with what they want to relay instead of just going rogue and live or what advice would you have for them on that?
1: Yeah, there's a flexibility and you can go and host a happy hour with one of your friends live on Instagram and that's the beauty of it. Um, when I'm when you're working for a brand, you want to decide, you know, what is the right um, brand voice and tone that you want to come across. Do you want to be polished and have a schedule and have events and promote them leading up to the event, or do you want to do something more real time and give a tour of the latest kitchen um, um, tour that you designed? And either way can work. You just have to decide what works for you, and maybe it's testing a couple different versions to see which one drives the most engagement. Um, There's a great designer that I follow that does happy hours every day at 4 p.m. with one of her best friends. And they've been really fun and engaging because they feel spur of the moment, but you know it's gonna happen every day at four. So you wanna tune in to see what they're talking about. While other people plan their content and events, maybe once a week. um, Cambria, we have ours Tuesdays at 2 p.m. And um, that's something that we really put strategy behind technology behind um get interesting folks and set up um kind of a a strategy on how we want to accomplish that and come across
0: are there any apps that you think like obviously you do it for a large company but for the average smaller designer are there any apps you like for um following engagement or understanding um your you know how people are engaging with your social media
1: you know, one of the best things I do to drive relationships in social media, is I say, spend 30 minutes a day engaging on other people's content. A lot of people put so much focus on posting content and what to post and when to post and how to post. And that's important. But if you really want to build a community, start following hashtags and get into those communities and start seeing and paying attention to what other people are doing and chiming on behalf of your brand. Then they'll start to notice you and follow you. As far as apps, I really recommend working natively in the apps. Um, tools like Hootsuite, um, CoSchedule, those are great tools to help you manage your social media presence. But sometimes we recommend just getting nitty gritty in the platform is the best thing you can do.
0: No, that's great. And so I find some designers are really great about only having, let's say Instagram, for example, mm-hmm. uh, just their professional work. And then some like like me, we, we meld our real lives with our um, design lives. What are your thoughts on that? And don't worry, I won't take offense if you're like, that's the worst thing you can do. But what advice would you give people about having that single voice
1: versus worlds colliding? I love this question because it's going to be different for everyone. Um, there's a remodeling business here in Minneapolis that's a husband and wife team, and they have two kids, and 50-50% of their work life is built into their um, business life. But I know
0: for- who you're talking about. It's the
1: construction <laughs> people, aren't isn't it? Construction to style, yes. Morgan and Jamie are amazing, so please follow them but they do a really great job of really blending their worlds together, but still coming across professional. It's because it's become their brand. Then we have AFT Construction down in Scottsdale who does a great job showing behind the scenes on Instagram stories and professional and in progress in shots in his feed. And he keeps his feed a little bit more closer to his brand. Um, And so it can really be done successful both ways. You just have to decide what's right for you and how do you want to come across. In general, I recommend putting final product info, photos in your feed and keeping your stories for all the behind the scenes and um, family balance and those types of things. So if I were to um, consult with a designer um, right out of the gate, I would say final projects go on your feed. Everything else goes into stories, but it can vary based on the um, brand strategy.
0: No, that's great advice, honestly. And that was part of my next question about having professional photos in your feed versus, um, you know, iPhone on the fly photos.
1: Yeah. I mean, some iPhone photos can be really good. If you clean out the clutter, you have the right lighting and daylight, you have understand composition, the iPhones can be really great today. But I still say that everyone should get their final um, designs and final installs professionally shot. Try to get eight to 10 pictures per room to give you enough content to make that content last a long time. Develop your portfolio on your website and create a blog post about it. I think having a portfolio, a blog post and then social media, that's really the trio that you need to make your brand successful online.
0: I think that's um, more important than designers ever realize because no joke, I'll see some designers post something and I'm like, it's the same room from 85 different perspectives and yet it still gets an
1: amazing amount of likes because it's shot so beautifully. Yeah. We love to repurpose content as a core tip, just because you've seen that kitchen 10 times doesn't mean your audience has caught every one of those photos. So it's okay to share the same space, but a different angle, and then vary it in the feed. Maybe a project from two months ago, you bring back next month, and it will still perform well.
0: That's, that's perfect. But now let's talk about hashtags, because obviously, I think there's an art to hashtags. But what is your advice for people on which will pair better rather than, you know, some people do list 50 hashtags versus five hashtags? What would you tell designers?
1: Yeah, my first general rule is you don't want to come across too spammy or look like you're um, trying to build a community through hashtag spamming. So the number one thing I recognize is, you know, use hashtags, but, you know, I usually recommend two at minimum and maybe 10 at the most. That way that shows you're trying to build a community, get into relevant hashtags, but you're not trying to spam everyone um, with that strategy. The next thing with hashtags is you don't want to shoot for the most high volume hashtags or the lowest volume hashtags. You want to shoot for the ones in the middle. Um, Personally, I find the more time I spend on Instagram in the home and design industry, I find those hashtags naturally just by following the people I'm a part of. Then you dig into different hashtags and you find different communities, and that's how we identify what hashtags to look for. Um, bright white Wednesday was a big hashtag back in 2018 that we used frequently because it performed really well. Now, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that hashtag today, um, but those are the things that we think about and we use and when.
0: Are there any new fun countertop hashtags that you're liking for
1: people to take note of? I mean, I'm a huge fan of Domino Magazine, and I think they do a great job leading the trends in home and design and featuring great quality interior designers. So I always love to stay in tune and follow their hashtag, So Domino, Um, as well as there's a couple other ones. um, How You Home, I really love to follow, and Handmade Modern Home is another great one where I find a lot of great um, designers. Um, inspirational images, um, and those communities are, um, strong, but somewhere in the middle.
0: I love Domino. Everything about Domino says high-end design with a little eclectic twist of fun. So I, I love that. Now let's talk about how other brands, designers, remodelers, whatnot, are always wanting to align with larger companies like yourselves. Um, it, and obviously, the world has gone mad. So, like, collaborating has probably evolved. But in a normal world, what is your approach to working with businesses and what do
1: you all look for? Absolutely. The best thing you can do um, if you're a professional is look at the company you're trying to target, look at their Instagram handle and their company hashtag. We, monitor our company hashtag to identify user generated content of photography and designs that we want to go after in those installs that we think hit the mark of our audience. And so that's the best thing you can do. Um, We always ask for approval on photography that we want to regram or share And so we either ask over DM, over email or try and get in touch with the phone and then go to the photographer to understand their rights if we go to that level. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are things that to look for is using the company's, tagging the company's Instagram handle and using the hashtag. That way you get on the company's radar and then usually they'll reach out to you if they identify your product as a hero for their brand.
0: That's great. And then on stories, do you like people to tag you guys in stories if it's an install process of product or because sometimes it used to always be just like email the marketing department and go from there. But now it's the tags and whatnot. So what advice would you give on that?
1: Absolutely. Tag us in stories, follow our stories and write back that's really where the relationship starts to build, is if you're commenting on our work, you're um, writing back to our Instagram stories, love this, I'd love to share an install with you, Um, tagging us in your stories, and so we can see that content. We're getting so much content, and so sometimes we have a lot to sift through, so you really wanna make sure that yours has quality photography. We love shots where our product is the hero, We like to say so sometimes the full space um, will scroll past, but maybe a closer up shot of a vignette um, within a kitchen is one we stop at. And so we always want to find the photos where our product looks the best. Do you like any of the like the
0: real life afterwards with families using them and how they're holding up or any
1: of that kind of stuff as well? Great question. You know, every brand is going to be a little different and they have different purposes for each one. For us right now, our our best performers are install shots without people. Um, We did just test people in a blog post. um, And so we're looking to see how that performs. Um, But typically we don't lean towards lifestyle shots where other brands may. So look at their feed, see what they're sharing and then try and emulate it what is on their feed to have your best chance at getting rebranded
0: that's great advice and i'm uh taking notes as you chat um how (laughs) for you guys i think honestly on social media you can ever never know too much and it's always evolving for you guys how has working with designers and influence changed due to covid and the world going
1: mad I think, you know, a lot more time is being spent online and people are understanding how important it can be for your business to bring in new business. So I've seen a lot of interior designers, builders and remodelers using this time to get educated and up to speed on um, why, what your website should look like, how to manage social media and make it effective, um, how to start a blog and launch a blog and what is search engine optimization? How does Google analytics contribute to understanding what people are going to on your website and truly understanding how these marketing tools can make your business thrive, even if you're only taking virtual appointments right now at your showroom.
0: Do you think by starting a blog, if you're not fully committed or invested in it, it could hurt your business or not do what it needs to?
1: Absolutely. If you're not willing to put in the time and the energy to keep something updated, I would just recommend you're better off not doing it. However, if you're willing to commit to one blog post a month and people are consistent with knowing that's how often you update, that's okay. You don't have to produce 10 pieces of content every single month on a blog. But if you update it consistent over time, that is what your audience wants.
0: And then for the listeners that are designers or remodelers who haven't gotten started on social media, what advice would you give them if they could get overwhelmed or wanted to start small?
1: Great question. I am seeing more and more interior designers, builders, and remodelers these days hire out their digital marketing presence to an agency. So for a small price a month, they hire experts that are able to transform their digital space to really match their brand within a month or two. And by doing that, you're able to take the pressure off, but hire experts that know their stuff To be able to take you on that journey and either help manage your social media, look at all of your photography um, and recommend which images would play best to represent your brand and how to really effectively manage those things. So that's a big change that I've been seeing in 2019 and 2020 that I think um, is, is a really good change.
0: Well, and I think it's like design dating. It's kind of like when we designers have, find clients. You need the right fit that tells your story. But for like hiring an agency, it, wouldn't you say it's probably best to find one that you felt got understood your voice?
1: Absolutely. It's the same thing with hiring a photographer to capture your final photos as well. It's a little bit of that dating game where you want to reach out, you want to meet them, understand their style. It's the same relationship with an agency. Um, You want to understand what their pitch deck looks like, what other clients they've worked with, have them walk you through the process of how they do it and how they've worked with clients. Um, I think all of those things are going to take a little bit of time to make sure you find people you trust um, that you want to build a relationship with for the long term, not just a um, quick check mark on the to do list.
0: And how long should they give a company a chance at like making an impact on their social media before they decide it's not a right fit?
1: Great question. And this is definitely going to vary. I would say, you know, you're going to get a good feel within the first three to six months of whether you like the relationship or not. And then you have to decide, is this something I want to coach and I really like what they do so I'm willing to build the relationship? Or is this something that you say, you know what, thank you for your work. You did a great job on this project or I'm not satisfied with this project. I'm going to look to take my services elsewhere.
0: And I know probably every designer or business listening is like, "Ooh, that sounds lovely. Not doing it myself. What on, and I won't hold you to this. None of us will, but in terms of a cost, like I always compare things, target Macy's or Gucci, like, is it a Gucci service? Can you find a Macy's and, or are you like, you know, you get what you pay for when you do this?
1: Yes, you definitely get what you pay for when you do this. Um, you know, I would say there's definitely a low end range, a mid range and a high range. And that's why it's best to talk to a lot of different people and get referrals um, and research them online, pick out your top five, then narrow it down to three, set up meetings with those three and really analyze what they're going to do for you, how you felt about the relationship, and then the investment at play.
0: That's great advice. Obviously, you're very experienced in what you do. And um, I would I I have to acknowledge that you're currently working at Cambria. Is there anything exciting we should note of what you guys have coming around the corner, or is it um, follow us on Instagram and watch?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We have some really exciting things coming down the pipe in the next week or two. So please follow us on all of our social media accounts. Um, We launch four blog posts every single month. And so we constantly have new blog content coming where you can learn more about designers or projects or see unique Cambria installs. And we're talking more about fabrication. Um, So that's really exciting too. But within the next two weeks, pay attention to our Instagram account and you'll see some big news.
0: That's perfect. And I have one last question because I'm like, oh, all of this knowledge in one spot. Are there any platforms that you would say, hey, focus on this over that? Or is there any advice you would give as a final hurrah covering social media?
1: Yeah, we really see Facebook and Instagram um, as really powerful platforms, but also Pinterest is a great platform as there's a lot of people in the industry planning on that platform. So that's a fun place to be in. Um, and then Houses is really like a secondary website, although they launched a new pro program this year, that's definitely worth checking out. So um, start small, um, get one platform down to a T and then start to navigate others. It just takes time, you're in it for the long haul, and it's not going to happen overnight. But with, um, you know, paying attention to it, building those relationships, the community will come.
0: You're amazing. We appreciate you letting us pick your brain and ask these questions. Is there anything else that maybe I forgot to
1: ask? Um, I don't think so. I really just, you know, one of the things that I love is using data to help you make decisions. So understanding how your website is performing is one of the core recommendations we like to make and making sure you have Google Analytics on your website and then understanding where people are clicking and why, and then create more of that content or more of those installs that people are clicking on. um, And you start to learn a little bit about your audience that way. So um, by looking at the data and being familiar, you can really help drive and elevate your marketing strategy. And if it freaks you out hearing all of that, hire it out. And that makes it a lot
0: easier. (laughs) Absolutely. You got it. Alyssa, you're amazing. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us on KB Talks. We appreciate you being here.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed it.
0: And everyone else we will have new episodes of KB Talks coming your way soon. So make sure you are subscribed and stay tuned. Please be sure to send your feedback to nkba at flyingcamel.com. And remember to take a moment to leave us a star rating or a review Wherever you listen to your podcast, stay tuned for a quick NKBA minute.
1: Brave New Business is a video forum developed to support and serve our community of kitchen and bath professionals. Each episode brings together the brightest minds, the change makers, and the problem solvers to interpret the information and offer insight about what we all need to know right now, from market analysis to virtual tools. Make sure you're following us on social media at the NKBA for information on how to register and never miss an episode. Brought to you by the NKBA, KBIS, and KBB Magazine.